This is the Multifamily Podcast, your source for the latest information, trends, interviews, tools, and techniques that will help you succeed in the multifamily housing industry. And now, here are Ron Ruiz, the CEO of Apartment SEO, and Ramel Anakin, the president of The Relationship Difference. The Multifamily Podcast starts now. Friends, welcome back to The Multifamily Podcast. Along with Ron Ruiz, I am Ramel Anakin, the president of The Relationship Difference. And Ron, of course, as all of you know, is the CEO of Apartment SEO. And in this episode of the Multifamily Podcast, we are continuing our conversation with Nicholas Dunlap, who is the Senior Vice President of Property Management at Avanith Capital Management in Irvine, California. Nicholas is also the President of the Apartment Association of Orange County. We really enjoyed our time with him, and we know you will too. So here's part two of our conversation with Nicholas Dunlap. So that's awesome that you guys are focusing on that. Yeah. And I mean, even us as a vendor partner, I've seen the shift in you know, conversations from when you first got there. It's like, okay, we're going to get there. We're going to go mm-hmm. more digital, you know, marketing and stuff like that. And so to see it being executed and to see it be well-received oh, from yeah. your people, this is a compliment to your people, um, is, you know, equally rewarding for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I guess, uh, like you had talked to me, we've had ongoing discussions for probably the past two and a half years about sure. what we can do across our portfolio. And, you know, just a couple months ago, I mean, we talked about, hey, we want to continue to push the boundaries as to like what we're going to do across a, a mixed portfolio. Like right. I mean, you know, we want to get into like the Snapchat geotags and just sure. different things to just to try to push because I think there's all these different things. You know, everyone is focused on marketing and it's not about marketing. It's about, you know, being there and Presence. presenting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, especially if, and again, that cliche is so wrong where, you know, the resident profile isn't online. I mean, when you look, when we look at the uh, statistics for mobile alone, I mean, how many percentage of people have mobile devices? Oh. Mm-hmm. How many of those devices, if not all, almost, are uh, smartphones? And so they're, everybody's online, whether we know it or not. You know, yeah. How they transact, whether they do transact or not, is still, you know, I mean, we're still learning as a, as a, as a society, really. Like, do, am I going to lease an apartment online for my mobile phone? Maybe some are, maybe some aren't yet. So as an owner-operator type of thing, or marketer, you have to look at that. Like, if that's how we could do it, then, or if that's what they want to do, then we have to do it for them. Exactly. You know, be their presence. No, absolutely. That's now. I, you know, looking obviously knowing you and seeing all what what you've been involved in. Now you've had experience in both commercial, yeah, uh, and residential real estate. So, what are some things that are you same? You know, what what are some of your experiences? What things are just radically different? Well, you know, talk a little bit about. I, that. I will say, commercial is much easier. I mean, commercial yeah. is nine to five, whereas multifamily <laughs> residential is twenty four seven. I mean, because let's face it. You know, it's where people, you know, people leave in the morning, people come home at night, um, you know, long after the leasing team and the, you know, the, the service teams have gone home, um, you know, there's faucets in use, there's, you know, kitchen sinks that are in use and garbage right. disposals and all and the like. And so it's, you know, I'd say it's, a you know, multifamily residential is much more alive. And sure. so, you know, just as a result, it's going to have more, there's going to be more wear and tear, more demand. And so... Again, it's just it's it's another one of those it's another thing where it just gives you another chance to help your customers and another chance to uh, you know to focus on your customers. Right. So. Yeah, that's huge. Actually, now that you say that, I'm wondering. That's why when I switched to the vendor side, I think I slept more than when I was <laughs> yeah. at the site level yeah. or property yeah. management. Yeah. Because of those those phone calls that would happen infrequently. Of course, let's be honest. I mean, they don't happen daily, but right. there are so many other variables that can come oh, into play. Oh man. But, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I know I, I've had when I got started in the industry, I had friends who um, 
because you worked for a company that had a residential division, a commercial division, and a bunch of the ones I knew were all trying to figure out how to get over into the commercial yeah. side of yeah. things, you know, because we all, none of us wanted to work weekends and, mm-hmm. and uh, all that. So I was curious about that. Um, the flip side is a residential, yeah. as I said, multifamily residential. It's so much more stable, would you say? Mm-hmm. I mean, when... I, I think so. Overall? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It is, especially. I mean, you figure commercials based on businesses, and so... Right. Uh, well, and as a result, it's, I think it's a lot more dependent on the economy, whereas at the end of the day, somebody, you know, apartments are where people go home to. Everybody so, needs a place to live. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, we mentioned this in the bio, but we want to talk a little, we've talked obviously about your experience on the property side and on the company side of things, but uh, Nicholas is also president of the Apartment Association of Orange County. Yeah. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Now, you, you, it's been about a year? Yeah. Been? yeah, so this yeah. is, you know, at AAOC we do a uh, two-year term, and so this okay. is my second year, and uh, just having a lot of fun. I mean, I've been on the, I've been involved with AAOC, yeah, for years. gosh, probably going back 10, 11 years now, and so uh, I've been on the board for maybe eight of those years, and wow. it's just a great group, great organization, and what's, what's interesting is that, you know, as a volunteer leader, it's a great opportunity to get in. And sort of be the change that you want to see happen, and, and, and you've done and a lot of the change, and exactly. Yeah. And and I, I look at it and I think, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, we've done these programs for years, but you know, attendance is starting to dwindle. So why would we continue to do that program? Why wouldn't we change it? Right. And you know, so we've been able to do that, and as a result, we've been able to introduce new content and new programming, mm-hmm. and get greater attendance. We've also been able to introduce new programs that we didn't do before, and and you know, and raise money for the association. And so it's a, you know, obviously it's a it's a great cause. And, uh, you know, it's a great organization that represents, you know, our industry and, and uh, apartment owners in Orange County. And so to be able to give back is, is awesome. And it's giving you guys more exposure for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 It's keeping the name alive and well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And growing it. Membership base, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Membership is growing significantly. And, you know, we're, we're around 80,000 units, um, you That's know, awesome. association-wide, mm-hmm. which is great. And then, you know, the neat thing about that is that... Um, that's that's everyone from you know your mom and pops and you know maybe somebody that just owns a couple of rental houses to say like a gray star that has thousands of units and so um, you know we represent owners of all sizes and so that's that's great because that keeps a good dynamic. You know? It does, yeah. Yeah. As we we were an exhibitor at their recent AOC trade show. What was it? The forty forty fifth annual or forty sixth annual. Yeah, yeah, it's been around longer than all of us. It has, yeah. Combined. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> That's right. That's absolutely correct. No, but we, as um, a vendor partner, just yeah. to give you get back to you, uh, well, I saw the, I've seen the difference the last two years, and um, we appreciate that diversity that the association brings. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that trade show, I've got to go back to, just we had, we had over 1,200 people there, and so we broke recent attendance records for us. And, yeah, um, you could tell the flow was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was almost like when the amazing uh, sessions were in, that's when you really told could tell the difference. Yeah. Because we're like, where did all these people go? It was like this flow yeah. going on and overwhelming. I think we finally ate. Like, we had to take shifts to go yeah. eat. Just that's how much attention there was, you know, just very casually walking around the booths. Oh, yeah. Well, that, and yeah. so you were able to connect with your clients there? For and, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's always good. That's yeah. important. So do you have any specific initiatives that were kind of reorientations or shifts from... Oh yeah, you know, kind of. Can you tell us about a couple ones? So it's really the the level of programming and also um, you know the type of events that we held. So um, a couple of things that we've done different. We now had um, we actually did a reverse trade show last year that was that was highly successful. Um, so it's similar to a trade show, only if you're if you're not familiar with the format, um, you know, we had executives from different 
you know, property management companies come in and actually the vendors get direct access to those, you know, decision makers as a result of their participation. So that was a great, great event, sold out, um, raised a lot of money for the association. Um, we've also done, uh, we did a rental housing uh, multifamily outlook back in November. Mm-hmm. And so we had uh, actually, uh, you know, my boss, Daryl Carter, CEO of Avanith. We had Jerry Fink from Bascom Group and also had Rick Julian. Yeah. Um, and so that was a great, I mean, you know, obviously I grew up sort of, uh, I grew up a real estate geek. And so like I idolized Rick Julian from the time I was like, Rockstar. like, you know, like eight years old and my dad was buying buildings talking about, oh, Rick Julian bought the building next door. And so I'm like, man, that's nice. Wow. So, um, but no, so got to actually, and got to moderate that panel, but that was another event that sold out. And, yeah, um, sold out attendance. Nice. Yeah, and that's and that's the exciting thing about it. And so what we've seen is that you know the market has been there. We just haven't you know we haven't met that market. And so um, again, a lot of what we did at trade show with uh, you know bringing in the apartment also. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that you know that was a really targeted move that we said hey we want to do something big and. Um, you know, we got the apartment all stars, and as a result, I mean, I think we got we actually had like three or four hundred more people than last year. Um, so, you know, it's exciting stuff, and we're and we're going to continue. You know, right. um, there's some events that are tried and true, and you know, it's funny. I bumped into somebody at our general membership meeting the other day that said, you know, you've got to bring back the golf tournament, and you know, we will, but we're having fun. That's with a fun some play of the date. Events and, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you were in the and group that won the yes. hole-in-one a couple years ago, we right? Were, I've yeah. never met anybody. What? We yeah. won $10,000. Yeah. 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 Split it amongst four of us. So. Yeah. Who knew? He had, he had like, a his smile from, like, ear to ear oh, all day. I bet. It was actually our last hole, and we were actually going to skip it. <laughs> we were. And we're like, just let's just do it. Come on. Who wants to go? Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were, we couldn't believe it. But, yeah, no, I mean, it was a great event, you know. Oh, yeah. And believe it or not, is you know, a lot of business happens on or around a golf course, and... You know, you had some liquid courage, and everybody's wants to talk business. <laughs> and a good charity that you guys always do, which is oh, the cool part. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, you know, I was bummed that I missed the uh, the AOC trade show because I love the All Stars, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and they're they're some of my friends. And I was I was um, I don't know where I was. You were traveling. I, I was traveling yeah. Kansas. I think is where I was that yeah. day. And so I was kind of following along on what uh-huh. people were 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 Facebooking and oh, stuff yeah. and. And uh, so that was awesome. I mean, that was such a, a big, big, big deal. Yeah, you, you know, guys so, brought it, sure. Yeah. yeah. And so did they, the All-Stars. So in both your roles, you know, you're on the company level, president of a, of, of a large apartment association, what are some threats do you see to owners, property managers? What are some things that... that you you know, know, it's interesting. I see, and it's, and, you know, we're kind of spoiled in Orange County, yeah. um, as I, especially as yeah. I look around. I mean, we were just up in Sacramento a couple of weeks ago. And meeting with you know state legislators uh, in, the, in the assembly and senate and talking about a number of different issues, but you know rent control is an issue, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's and it's interesting also to see how issues that impact other areas start to sort of creep into you know Orange County or, mm-hmm. or can get considered um, statewide. But you know there's issues with the Ellis Act now where um, essentially what the Ellis Act does is it allows a property owner to go out of business, and you might think, well, a property owner going out of business, well. You know, with rent control, sometimes you can get into situations where you've owned a property for a long time, and because rent hasn't grown at a pace, Cash flow. you know exactly. So you oh. can't can't support yeah. the property, yeah. and you have to either, taxes still go up, and exactly operating mm-hmm. expenses go up, and so you know you get to a point where you have to go out of business, or maybe that means you know having relatives move into the property, or maybe that means selling the property. But in any case, it gives you that right, and so um, I, it's just I, I see encroachment on on property rights, and so that's why it's important to support mm-hmm. to support the apartment association in their in their fight. 
Um, one of the other things, you know, we see, you know, now there's so much talk about affordable housing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, and it's interesting because it's not just affordable housing, but there's also talk on the affordability of housing. And so, you know, there's a differing take on, on what that actually means and on what it, you know, what it means to us and, and our industry. But, you know, I think a lot of that talk, unfortunately, um, you know, connotates that, hey, maybe rent control should be considered. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I always tell people, look, it's it's a simple mathematic, you know, formula. You look at it and um, ultimately you see the end result, which is, you know, blighted buildings. And ultimately, mm-hmm. um, you know, rent control really just, it, it takes away safe, quality housing from the people who need it the most. For sure. And so, um, you know, I think there's a more equitable solution there than, uh, you know, than rent control. Do you think that we've learned, though, because I know some of the communities that I'm, as you're saying the statement, some of the communities that I'm thinking of, especially in Orange County, like we've learned to have like a portion of the property mm-hmm. and not, maybe not rent control, but like affordable and right. then the, the balance of it be conventional. So there's like, you know, that integration of the oh, two. Yeah. yeah, no, mixed income. We actually we have a building like that in um, in Sacramento. And it's interesting. I, I, I personally, I like that idea. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, I think that's the way of the future personally. I do too. But at the end of the day, I think, I think ultimately that should be up to the, you know, the property owner, the developer, if they choose to go that route, then they should be able to go that route. Sure. But really what I, what I'm kind of against is the, just the encroachment or the infringement upon private property. Rights. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how to run your business type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and you know what well, I've learned because I've also walked the steps of the Capitol and um, in DC and also state of California, and we have a voice. That's oh, yeah. interesting. I too grew up in the industry with family having uh, properties, and it's interesting for and if you think about it, we do help the greater good because again, it's residential lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So whether you're an apartment dweller or not, like some of these, you know, laws or rules could affect everybody in your neighborhood. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I appreciate that, and I feel more confident about it and proud for our industry. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. It, it serves. There's always the, the unintended consequences of things that sound good. Exactly. You know, and exactly. then when you really kind of take it to the end level, you know, especially now with me as, a, as an entrepreneur, there's things that as a business owner, with my business owner hat on, now I'm mm-hmm. going, well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wrote a check for what? Yeah. You know? yeah. And um, so that's, that's important to know. And I think one of the great things about where we live here is housing's really good. Yeah. You know, there's so many great companies, again, from independent owners to large companies mm-hmm. devoted to having really good, nice places for oh, yeah. for people to live, you know. Yeah. Um, so in, in the few remaining minutes we have, I definitely want to talk about your book a little bit that we, we sure. you brought yeah. over here. Yeah. And that one's called Brick and Mortar Piggy Banks, Your Guide to Creating Life-Changing Wealth Through Real Estate Investment. So um, tell us about the book. So it's, you know, it's really one of the things that I've realized uh, working in real estate investment, I've, I've got experience that a lot of people will not be able to get. Um, and, and the experience might not be required to become successful at investing in real estate, but the fundamentals are. And so it's important to understand, you know, what makes a property a good investment, you know, how to operate that property, but then also how to acquire that property. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because you look at, there's so many people in this business who, well, and, and really, for that matter, I mean, anybody can buy real estate. I mean, there's obviously no qualifications necessary. I mean, anybody can go out and, based on a property's location or, um, you, you know, whatever it is that attracts you to it, I mean, you, you can buy that property. Um, there's no skill required. But in order to identify a, a good investment and to acquire that property and then to operate it, I mean, it, it does take some skill. And so what I wanted to do was provide that, not only that sort of step-by-step method for, um, you know, for people who are interested in investing in real estate, 
But I also had the opportunity to go back and I talked to, you know, probably 20, um, you know, successful real estate investors and found out from them their secrets and what it was that they liked about real estate. So, you know, I got all kinds of, you know, fun, you know, anecdotes and, and insight into investing. And, and what most people said was they said, look, just get into real estate. Is that the commonalities? Yeah, that was the commonalities. People said, do whatever you can to get into real estate, to buy real estate and yeah. own real estate. And, um, you know, from... You know, from the the four benefits of um, you know of owning real estate, you know, obviously the cash flow or tax shelter, equity buildup, and the hedge against inflation, but also just to what it can do for you long term in term, you know, and supporting your lifestyle or maybe sure. you know funding ancillary expenses or um, you know even creating leverage to acquire additional properties. You know, it's just really important to get in and actually to to own real estate. Even for our generation, it's just a great like what I saw my grandfather do is it's just a great guaranteed quote unquote uh retirement plan exactly that if you had no i mean if you did it smart enough and again your book kind of loses that and it is an easy read but it's very detailed too so you could easily you could follow mm-hmm. it but you could also like you know like make actually use that as a practical advice sure and, and so often i think it's it's easy for people to overlook real estate and and i think if you were to go out and pull the public most people invest in the stock market you know they don't invest mm-hmm. in like a secondary home mm-hmm. or a duplex or a smaller property and it's interesting because you look at it too risky. Exactly, it's too risky, or you know, it's you know maybe it's it gives you the headaches of you know the physical upkeep and management. But at the end of the day, I mean, apartments are America's biggest small business. I think in terms of you know when you when you look at how many people actually own apartments, and it's it's important to realize too that you know like with our association, we go back to this. It's you know our people chose to own apartments instead of a four hundred one k or the stock market because they wanted to have that control, and so. So it's so it's interesting that you know what what real estate can really do for you, for sure. Yeah. How did you find the process of writing a book, or writing the book? You know, I've written a well, few. I mean, I a have, couple. You, you yeah. know, I have, and uh, I I love to write. So yeah. that meant the only difficult thing was finding the time, and so you know, it meant <laughs> staying up late, getting up early, and trying to you know schedule you know at odd times yeah. to to get it done. Yeah. So any so, more in the future? I, yeah, actually, I've got one. I've got got some ideas, and uh, I just try to try to jot the ideas down whenever I get a chance. But yeah. you know, it's finding the time between work and AAOC stuff and and dad stuff. Now dad it's, it's stuff, hard yeah. to uh, you know it's hard to find that time. But yeah, definitely have another one for sure. That's yeah. awesome. So how do you do that? I mean, what in terms of you know work for life balance is the big yeah. hot button issue now. Sure. Yeah. So obviously you're 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 at a Vanith. You were the president of the AOC. You're your dad. You're yeah. I mean. The, I have, a, I have one daughter, and that's a full-time job, you know? Um, I can't imagine, you know, having even and any of my friends who have more than that. I, I don't know how they do it. Plus, you know, so how do you do it? I mean, how do you balance all of these differing interests that are all important? You know, I, I, I guess I just think about the end result, and I realize that one day I will, I'll be retired, and things are going to be really slow and comfortable, and so I just try to push myself, and I've got, a, I guess, a drive to, to do as much as I can every day. And so that's, you know, I like... Love to write, obviously. Love real estate and and like people, so kind of all just. When when you have a family too, I'm sure, and you could attest to this, Ramel. You just do it because you have to, because exactly. you have so many more. There's that too. So yeah. many more people yeah. relying on you. Not only the yeah. associations and your company and your employees, exactly. But now the household. <laughs> so yeah, and you're inspired. You know exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so true. Um, oh my gosh, that's that's awesome. Because it is. I th- I think that's you know you always hear the term where everyone's crazy busy. Oh yeah, you know, and 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 we live in an in an expensive part of the country. Yeah, you know, and so it is the importance of, of being able to succeed well, mm-hmm. 
you know, in whatever chosen field that we have, but also having success at home and success in our things outside of work are, yeah. are important. So that's huge. Um, do you have, I'd love to, as we close, we'll talk about, do you have kind of one just war story that you kind of go to when someone asks you about your career? And then we'll ask about like a really good victory story as well. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Yeah, the war stories. I mean, your brain's probably going crazy. Yeah, you know. You know that's tough. I mean, there's so many stories in this business. I mean, that's the thing. We deal with people, so it's like, yeah, you know. I got well. I've got a funny story. I mean, that's good. That's perfect. Compromise. Not a that's good. That's perfect. So I was, um, (laughs) so I was actually, I was probably 19. Well, hold on a second. It's probably yeah. I was probably 18 or 19 years old, working as a maintenance tech. I remember I was working in a building in Santa Ana, and uh, we had got a call that I, somebody's you know toilet was backing up, and so got the snake, and I went out there with uh, you know the the senior maintenance tech that I was working with, and so figured hey you know he's he's telling me hey it's it's your turn to snake the toilet you can you can take care of this, sure. and uh, so I'm I'm and you know okay snaking the toilet he's he's like somewhere like I think in the living room I'm, I'm gonna probably start laughing telling this story but um <laughs> so he's in the actually actually in the uh, like living room of this apartment. I'm in the bathroom. That's kind of like one of these units where you walk in kind of living room, bedroom, bathroom. And so of course this backs up to another apartment. And so I've got like the snake going through trying to get the, you know, trying to get the, you know, the toilet unclogged. And uh, all of a sudden I hear some commotion. I hear this yelling and this guy from next door, I guess, comes into the apartment and he's like, he's like, Hey, stop, stop. The snake, I guess, had gone through the toilet of the apartment mm-hmm. next door and had grabbed the, the, the blanket <laughs> off the guy's bed where he was what? sleeping. And, appar- and apparently had caught, I have no idea how this happened, but apparently had caught the blanket and was pulling the blanket through the toilet. So, oh. <laughs> so anyway, after this guy was irate, the maintenance guy that I was working with was, was hysterically laughing. And by the time I figured out what was going on, I had a good laugh too. But that's, that's probably one of my favorite maintenance stories. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm in is shock. that good plumbing I'm or in bad shock, You know, um, <laughs> it was probably bad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So you unclogged two toilets. So unclogged two. Yeah. Exactly. You're an overachiever exactly. by nature. Good yeah. <laughs> I think the manager had to buy a new uh, comforter. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that was fun. Oh. That is a good lighthearted funny story because there's plenty of like crazy ones. Yeah. 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 That that I don't even know what to say to that one. <laughs> I, I don't even know. That's awesome. Well, do you have a story? Oh, guy, I have plenty of stories, but usually, oh, that's what I get paid for now, right? To to share those stories. (laughs) I would say, like, I love being a a training person and a corporate speaker because now all of the pain Mm -hmm. that I got, at least now I get to profit a little bit from from the pain a little bit. And and what I find was so interesting is no matter where I am in the country, the stories are the same. They're relatable. And the experience is the same. It doesn't matter the culture, it doesn't matter the region. You know, that's that's what I love about this industry is that I wouldn't be able to do what I do today if I didn't somehow look at an ad on the back of a apartment magazine and go, oh, maybe I could work there and get a discount on an apartment. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. uh, otherwise, anything anything else that you want to share with every with with everyone? Yeah, just we're, no. we're excited about our industry. No. We're excited about what we've got going on. We're excited about our relationship with Apartment SEO. I mean, you guys do fantastic mm-hmm. work for us. Yeah, they so, do. You know, we're going to continue to, uh, to you know, to grow with you and, and you with us. So, For sure. So we're excited about that. We definitely are excited. It's yeah. very inspiring to see, like, a company and, you know, changes happening in general and mm-hmm. be able to be a partner for that, you know, and to impact our industry. Yeah. So we love it. Thank you. Yeah.
Awesome. Thank well, our, our special guest today was Nicholas Dunlop. He, was the he is the Senior Vice President of Property Management at Avanath Capital Management. He's also the President of the Apartment Association of Orange County. You want to get his, his books, right? The Brick and Mortar Piggy Bank's Your Guide to Creating Life-Changing Wealth through real estate investment, and you have the four benefits, commercial real estate investing in you. They are on Amazon. The reviews are really good. People say they great content and easy to read, like you mentioned, Ron. Yes. So thanks again, Nicholas, for being here. Thank you. And uh, Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Our very first guest. You. I know. I think so we excited. had some great content, some amazing oh my yeah. stories to share, and I'm sure our listeners are going to really appreciate this one and want a lot more. So you'll Let's come back, so. right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back for an encore. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to the Multifamily Podcast for the great one, Ron Ruiz. I'm Ramel Anakin. See you next time. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Multifamily Podcast. To learn more about Ramel Anakin, visit RelationshipDifference.com. For more information about Ron Ruiz, visit ApartmentSEO.com. And join us next time for the next episode of the Multifamily Podcast.